This is Monday, October 16th. Did you grow up in a healthy family? Or did you walk away with significant wounds from your family of origin? Now, I think nearly all of us have some wounds. This week, we want to dial down into what it means to immerse our families in the gospel. Remember, we're in a series called The Gospel, and we are seeing how the gospel changes our lives from top to bottom. Now, this week, I want to begin with a story, a true story. A few years back, I saw a New York Times article about the latest chapter in the life of a young man named Todd Marinovich. If you've not heard of Todd, his story is one of immense promise. It began when he was a young child, when Todd's father, his name is Marv, decided to make him into a star football player. The goal was nothing short of perfection. It was interesting when years back, Sports Illustrated published an article entitled Bread to be a Superstar. It was all about Todd and the preparation he was going through. In the article it said, he has never eaten a Big Mac or an Oreo or a Ding Dong. When he went to birthday parties as a kid, he would take his own cake and ice cream to avoid sugar and refined white flour. He would eat homemade ketchup prepared with honey. He did consume beef, but not the kind injected with hormones. He only ate unprocessed dairy products. When Todd was one month old, Marv was already working on his son's physical conditioning. Wow. Talk about preparation. Todd went on to make records as a quarterback, throwing for almost 10,000 yards in high school. It's hard to imagine. He was heavily recruited by colleges and won a Rose Bowl for USC. He became the freshman athlete of the year. It's amazing. But all the while, there was a growing drug and alcohol addiction. It finally caught up with him when he began his career in the NFL. He played two seasons with the Raiders and plunged deeper into drug use. He explained where he ended up. I really haven't known how to deal with life, Todd said. Talk about an understatement. He's seen numerous rehab and detox programs. And as I read his story, I thought about his father, Marv, and how he'd seen his son as a project, how he took all his hopes and dreams and put them on his boy, pushed him, and put such pressure on Todd that he missed his childhood. His dad drove him so hard to succeed in football because he loved the sport. He taught his son, but he didn't teach him how to live. Now, I share his story because getting the relationship between parents and their children right is a difficult thing. Here's the start of our text for this week, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now again, we're looking at how the gospel impacts the parent-child relationship. Notice that the Apostle Paul does not overlook what the law says to children. But we also see how he speaks of the law. He says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. The beauty of the gospel is that in Jesus, God becomes part of the home, part of the family. And Jesus mediates all our relationships. And this one, the parent-child relationship, there's hardly one that could be more important. 
But why start with obedience? Well, this recognizes the role that parents have in raising children. Now, what we need to have in mind here is that parents are not the owners of their children. Of course, children are separate human beings, created and loved by God. I like the way the counselor and Christian writer Paul Tripp explains the relationship between parents and their children. He says parents are God's ambassadors with their children. They begin with the recognition that they represent the Lord in all they do. So parents don't find their identity in their children and what their children accomplish in life. Parents get their identity from Christ, who has loved them and given himself for them. Because of this, parenting is less about getting what they want from their children and more about representing Christ in everything with their children. Parents can't save their children. They couldn't save themselves. Jesus alone can do that. And they often don't even know what is best for their children, apart from the wisdom God provides. And I'm not saying parents are unimportant, only that parents need Jesus to fulfill their calling. And that's what parenting is. It's a calling from God to raise children in the Lord. So yes, children are to obey their parents in the Lord. Parents are responsible before God for their children. I started with the story of a father and a son and how football greatness became the template for the raising of the, this boy. What we learn in scripture is that parents are meant to constantly point their children to God. You might call the template for the kingdom of God teaching our children about the kingdom and the king. Being God's ambassadors, showing forth the glory of the kingdom of God in, a way, in the way in the way they live and in all they do. And so this is where we begin this week. Let's pray. Forgive us, O Lord, for using our kids to meet the needs of our own hearts. Teach us how to love them and to lead them toward you. We pray for our Granada parents, for wisdom, for a sense of their mission. Remind our parents each day that they are your ambassadors. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.